Hey, we're Dan and Danielle McCauley, and welcome to your new favorite marriage encouragement podcast, Married Up. A moment of truth to keep your marriage moving in the right direction. Sponsored by A Better Us. All right, welcome everybody. I hope you're ready to go because we kind of have a touchy subject to Ooh. talk about today. Oh, wait, is this is this the sex episode? Are we talking about what we're doing? No, it's not the touchy-feely subject. It is... Do, oh. do you guys notice a running theme with uh, this guy? No, it's just, it was just a joke. It's just a joke. Okay, all right. Well, we are going to be tackling a difficult subject. Um, and actually, once, once you hear me out, people, I think you're going to be okay with this. So just let's just run with me here. So Ephesians okay. 5... In it says this, Wives, submit yourselves to your husbands as you do the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife, as Christ is the head of the church. And husbands, love your wives, just as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her as their own bodies. Now, most strong women, strong opinionated women like me might be going, hmm, wait a minute here, and might think twice about this. And yes, at times, you know, Dan, I can be a fierce fighter of a woman. Um, but let me, first of all, um, you know, I have... Well, they might object simply because this has been mishandled and yes. misused and abused over the years. Absolutely. Misunderstood. The world has tainted our image of submission. But we're going to talk about biblical submission today and what that truly means. Right. And so I went, um, I uh, recently have been reading out of the message, which I know a lot of people read from, and it's just kind of a little bit more updated, kind of poetic um, ver- a version of the Bible. And I had never read Ephesians 5 from the message before. And, and so I thought, let's, um, let's just start there, and then we'll, okay. we'll, we'll tackle it. So it says this in Ephesians 5, uh, starting out in verse 21. Out of respect for Christ, be courteously reverent to one another. Wives, understand and support your husband in ways that show your support for Christ. The husband provides leadership to his wife the way Christ does to his church, not by domineering, but by cherishing. So Hmm. just as the church submits to Christ as he exercises such leadership, wives should likewise submit to their husbands. Now, husbands, go all out in your love for your wives, exactly as Christ did for the church. A love marked by giving, not getting. Christ's love makes the church whole. His words evoke her beauty. Everything he does and says is designed to bring the best out in her, dressing her in dazzling white silk radiant with holiness. And that is how husbands ought to love their wives. Hmm. Isn't that so good? I, I have never heard those verses in the message before. Yeah, neither had I. And I love them. It's I love them re- to pieces. It's really nice. And then, okay, so we'll start there. And then what I would love to do is paint a picture of how um, recently I've kind of come to learn or understand what this means. Wives submitting to husbands, husbands loving their wives. Well, okay. So everyone, picture Dan and I trying to go through like the threshold of a door, like a doorway Mm -hmm. at the same time. And we would both, 
and we both wanted to get to the other side first. Okay, you got that picture in your head? So we're pushing, we're shoving, we're trying to get in at the same exactly. time. We're wedged in between the door be, because we don't both fit. Right. We'd be bumping elbows, banging into the wall, just wouldn't work. We'd be getting nowhere fast. If we were approaching it selfishly. Right. So when the Bible says for wives to submit to husbands, it's kind of like this. It's simply like allowing our men to lead the way through the door to the other side. But now a gentleman, which I know you are, Dan... A gentleman, what does he always say? I have say? my moments. Yeah. In this case, a gentleman would say, after you. He would let, just think of like on a first date when they're going, here you go. You so go he's first. chivalrous and he opens the door for her. Exactly. So she allows him to go first and he says, no, no you, you go. you go first. And he opens the door for her. So it's actually in her benefit and it's to his as well. When you submit and love each other. So he graciously allows the woman to go ahead of him. When we prefer the other in this way, something just supernatural happens. And we both feel like we've won because we've submitted to and loved each other. And Mm. we get to the other side without a fight. That That is a really good picture. When we defer, when we prefer, I think you said, yes. prefer the other. So in that example, the wife prefers the husband by allowing him to go first. Mm-hmm. And he prefers her by opening the door for her. Yes. So she benefits from it. And he benefits as well because he feels honored, I guess, maybe. Yeah. In that example. We're, we're both looking out for each other, and we both get to where we want to go. Rather he feels than honored, s- and she feels loved. Exactly. And so that is c- such a great picture that diffuses any false idea that the world has created what submission is. Now, submission is not uh, a wife having to obey, air quotes there, a husband domineering over Mm-mm. or oppressing their wife or always having the final say. And it's definitely not abuse, which we have to you know, do diligence. Like, we just have to say that in Absolutely. this pod- podcast. Um, submission does not allow for abuse of any kind. No. Physical, emotional, no, anything. No, there, there, there cannot be intimacy when there is dominance. Yes. I remember a teaching from Jimmy Evans specifically on that. Yeah. Whether it's the wife dominating the husband or the husband dominating the wife, it's not supposed to be that way. Right. Where instead, so I, I did a little, um, okay, everybody, I watch or I listen to the Office Ladies podcast because I love the show <laughs> The Office. And what they would call, uh, what Pam and Angela, what they would call a deep dive. I did a little deep dive on the word submission just this morning. And the Greek word, and I'm going to mispronounce it, sorry people, um, is, is hupotasso. That's the Greek word. It's probably mispronounced, but that's okay. Yeah. I mean, and its meaning is that's what's most important. Yes. And this is what it means to put under or subordinate, to arrange under, to subject oneself to yield. And this is what I noticed in all of those descriptive English words. It explained that biblical submission has to do with a willingness, not. I'm domineering over you and you have no choice in it. Hmm. It's actually just like the husband after you. He's choosing, the wife is choosing hmm. to submit and put put 
herself under and the wife or sorry the husband is choosing to say you know what you go first and this is all about uh which we were talking in another podcast about the the greatest commandment love each other love the lord your god with Mm -hmm. all your heart soul mind your strength and then love each other as yourself the thing that jumps out to me at this is well first off you started off in, in Ephesians 5, I think 21. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, in another version, it says, submit to one another yes. out of reverence for Christ. Yeah, so it's right not just it's not just the husband or the wife submitting to the husband. It's both. We are all submitting to Christ first and then to each other. You're submitting to each other out of reverence for Christ. Right. right. So we're submitting to Christ and out of reverence for him and who he is and who he has led the way to be, we submit to one another. Right. So th- the whole... The whole idea of submission is not meant to be um, a benefit to only one side, which has been the way that it's been abused over all the years. Mm -hmm. It's been completely beneficial to the men saying, you know, you submit and then they just do whatever they want Mm -hmm. and And take advantage of and take advantage Mm -hmm. of. Exactly. And that's the way it's been misused. But in its in its entire context, which you cannot remove it from, it is in in the context of the husband serving the wife, husbands love your wife, and, and as Christ loved the church. How did Christ love the church? He laid his life down for them. He, he said, I came not to be served, but to serve. Mm-hmm. You know, I, we've been watching the Chosen podcast, not yeah, podcast, the so Chosen good. series. Everybody Just, watch the Chosen. Oh my gosh. Love it so much. And... Uh, I think my sons have seen me cry now the most out of <laughs> yes. ever before. They always look over at me and like, that's crying again. You're turning into a softie in your older age. Oh, <laughs> my goodness. It's just so good. And I and love the, the the depiction of Jesus. Even I think it was season two, episode four, I want to say, where he is giving of himself all day, hmm. uh, healing oh, people. Yeah. And when he finally gets back to his tent to crash, he's just like... He's like practically limping. He's yeah. like so worn down. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I was thinking the other day, like I, there's going to be seven seasons of, of The Chosen. And I like almost dread, I do dread when they actually have to kill Jesus in The Chosen because I've just come to love that depiction of him so much. Mm-hmm. And when I'm just not going to be able to bear it when they actually kill him. But my where I'm going with all that is, is that is who Jesus was. His entire purpose was to come and lay his life down for us, Mm -hmm. for the church, poured himself out unto death, left nothing, held nothing back because of his love for you, by the way, if you're Mm -hmm. listening to this and you're not a Christian yet and you haven't accepted Jesus, one thing to actually do would be to even, if you're not sure about Jesus yet, check out The Chosen Mm -hmm. or pick up a Bible and read um, start in the book of John, mm-hmm. but Jesus held nothing back and gave of himself entirely for you. For God mm-hmm. so loved the world that he gave his son for you so that whoever believes in him would not perish, but have eternal life. Yeah. And that's what, it, that's what it's about. And when, if a husband approaches marriage that way, what wife is is not going to yeah, want to follow that leadership that, right who who that's that 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 encompasses the entirety of um a female 
desire to be loved mm -hmm. that's innate within you. I mean, with, it, to a degree with all of us, but, you know, women specifically, yeah. um, to be cherished mm -hmm. in that way, that, that fulfills the needs that are there in place. And, and then, and, and likewise for the husband to feel honored. It's a, mm -hmm. it's really the, perfect recipe for yes. how it's supposed to work. Yeah. And adding to that, just when you were talking about the chosen, it's funny, we didn't plan to go here, but um, it's just so true and good. And it reminded me of um, our son uh, in a re recent situation where he wanted to just stand up for what was right and have his way and all of that. Um, and they were all good things. He wanted his way on something. Um, and it was the right way. But um, thankfully, they've been watching the chosen with us. And I was able to say, you know, you know what, Keaton, what do we keep seeing Jesus do over and over? Did he want to tell people? Did he want to take a stand and say, say to them, this is the right way. This is my way. No, he just loved them. He just loved them and he let God work it out in them. And so I would say as a wife, so I've got a couple, um, you know, like what if statements coming up, like what if your, your husband isn't loving you? What if, you know, the, you're not in a relationship where um, your spouse would be submitting to the Lord, all that kind of stuff. Start with just loving. Start with Ephesians 5. Just submit to God and um you don't have to play God. Wives, I'm going to say this to you. We don't have to play God. We don't have to try to nag and to fight for and get our own way. We have to uh, trust God um, that He will be God and He will eventually work out in our husbands what needs being worked out. I'm just thinking of, you know, again, the world tainting our idea of husbands and wives. I'm just thinking of a show that we actually love and have watched for years, Everybody Loves Raymond, and how they portray uh, the wife, Deborah, um, almost like the, a mother over. Well, she domineers and, in that relationship and making for sure. The guy it's, a, look, it's not a good depiction, right? On and, that and so it's tainted things. things where it's funny, but it's right. Not, where it's and not this a good is depiction. kind of like accepted idea that women are really the smart ones and the guys are the doofus, and we're just right. going to treat you like a parent. All the men in that show are doofuses, and that's just toxic. That's um, not the way that God intended. So if we um, can, you know, pick ourselves up from that and go, you know what, we're not going to go there and really submit and honor and respect our, our husbands in all the smaller things, then in the bigger things that we really want to contend for, I feel like um, you, our husbands would be more prone or apt to listen to us and to hear. And it's not just about them having the final say. Um, and then I also just want to, you know, touch on Wives, what if what if your your husband isn't a godly man? What hmm. if he's not a believer? What if he's not acting like Jesus? Right. Because who among us acts like Jesus right. all the time? Right. And so I would just say start with Ephesians 5. Just honor and submit to the Lord and trust that he will um, work out those things still for your benefit. So yeah, this is a topic that you know, can be touchy, but it feels a little less scary, doesn't it, wives? <laughs> when you when you read the message passage, that was just super clear right there. Yeah. And it did seem way less scary at that point. Listen, God made men and women. God made marriage. Mm -hmm. He designed the whole thing. And he made women bent one way and men bent another way. 
I mean, there are exceptions to the general rules, but in terms of the way men are and the way women are, but generally there are some commonalities and God knew what he was doing when he laid out all these verses and told us, Hey, this is how it should work. And you can see clearly in the picture of Jesus in the church, the way it's supposed to work. And if we're both doing it, if you're preferring me and I open the door for you and prefer you, everybody wins in that, in that example. And everybody feels loved and honored and cherished and it just works. It yeah. just works. So husbands and wives, well, you know, when things, when you're bucking against each other, you have disagreements, whatever it may be, uh, think of that picture that we painted today of you two going through that threshold. You not only get to where you're going faster, but you also are journey- journeying uh, more peacefully and joyfully. And that's the way it should be. That's the way it should be. And it's you and me, babe, whatever comes, knowing bigger hands are holding Have you checked out the marriage-building TV show, A Better Us, yet? We're so excited to be a part of the show, offering hope for marriages every week on national television in Canada and on YouTube in the U.S. Hosted by Ron and Ann Maines and often featuring yours mm-hmm. truly, we have expert guests on every show, like Dr. Gary Chapman, Drs. Les and Leslie Parrott, or Bill and Pam Farrell, offering great practical teaching. Right. And then we talk about our own experiences around the kitchen with other couples. It's a lot of fun, and we think you'll love it. Check it out on abetterus.tv or search A Better Us on YouTube now. And follow A Better Us on Facebook and Instagram for daily marriage memes and tips. For more information about our ministry, check out marriedup.net.